It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Staying in California, the latest, uh, certainly and more than just disturbing, possibly dangerous and damaging to, to many residents of the state of California, uh, even for those who may have already left the state. Uh, so let's not uh, ignore that part of the population. But the massive trove of gun ownership, private information that, and I'm going to put the word leaks in parentheses, that was leaked by the Attorney General's website. Uh, This smacks of something that needs real investigation uh, as to how and who. Think about the leak at the Supreme Court uh, of the draft opinion uh, and think about other times when information, once it's out there, cannot be, it, it can't be pulled back. It can be taken down off the website, but not pulled back. It's now out there to be used and abused and possibly at the expense of law-abiding citizens. Mark Smith, host of the Four Boxes Diner uh, on YouTube and author as well, uh, joins me now. Mark, uh, welcome. Hi, David. Thanks for having me on today to talk about, you know, the <laughs> the the liberals attempt to uh, continue to impose gun control on us, despite the Supreme Court's decision that says we have a right to keep firearms both inside the home and outside the home. Let, let's go into the uh, this leak a little bit deeper, Mark. And I know you've been looking into this as many others are. First, your take on this. You know, the leak, the word leak bothers me. Uh, We're supposed to believe, Mark, that the incompetence in the attorney general's office and let me point this out for everyone, an office that spends so much time in legal and technical review before putting a case file on their website, which is publicly available information did not catch or know or check how this was going to be put up on their website? We're supposed to believe that? Well, obviously, we don't know, right? We have to say this. We don't know exactly how this information about all the gun owners and all the guns that the government had available to the state of California somehow was made public. Now, was it on purpose? Was it not on purpose? Was it a leak? Was it a technical error? Uh, was it incompetence? We don't know. But here is where I think the, it gets very interesting, David, and I completely agree with your comments leading into this, which is this is extremely dangerous, not just to these individuals' lives, but you know, even to our constitutional right to keep and bear arms, among other things. Let's, let's connect the dots here a little bit. Two weeks ago, right before this quote-unquote leak, whatever it was, happened, what happened a few days before that? The United States Supreme Court decided the NYSERPA versus Bruin case that says that states like California specifically, they actually mentioned California, states like New Jersey and New York and Maryland, these states that basically have not been recognizing the right to keep their arms and basically say, look, if you want to be able to carry a gun in self-defense, you have to apply and get a license. So what's happened here, David, is, is I, I think what may have happened is this, that... The states like California, 
got angry that the Supreme Court said that, that California doesn't have a right to pick and choose who gets to carry a gun, that everyone that's an American citizen and law-abiding gets to carry a gun for self-defense. And I think states like California looked at this, and they've decided to rebel with new legislation and different steps. Now, here's the key. The Supreme Court says that you still can be required to apply for a gun permit. Now, what does that application entail? Often it entails information, at least the stuff that California wants you to disclose, is information about mental health records, information about your background, who your friends are, where you've lived over the years, all this kind of personal information. Now, let's think about this for a second. So California is now making you as a gun owner to submit all this private information to the government, and you have just seen on TV that all the people that have previously done so had all their information, quote-unquote, leaked or let out to the public to see. So now, before you apply for your gun permit, which the U.S. Supreme Court says you have a fundamental constitutional right to do so, you have to ask yourself in states like California and New York, do I really want to submit all this information to the state and run the risk of things like my mental health record getting you know, disclosed to the public? And it basically is a form of a tax and a discouragement to discourage people from exercising their right to keep and bear arms. And is that a mere coincidence that this occurred right after the Supreme Court decision? Um, I don't know. Only time will tell if this is a mere coincidence or there's something more going on. You know, I, an old saying, Mark, I, I got it from my father. My God, I've lost track of how first time he said it to me. Whether you're incompetent or deliberate, you're dangerous either way. And the danger here is what we're talking about. And the chill effect, right? If you want to chill people, uh, what do you do? You let them know that at any moment they could be the, quote, leaked target or the leaked uh, result uh, when it comes to this. Do I really believe based on history you have a belief that they're going to investigate this publicly and properly and the former you know office headed by Kamala Harris uh, now the vice president will come out with all the facts and uh, there will be a full disclosure no because their history doesn't prove it but what about the people that are in this leak and when you think about it how valuable is it uh the Chinese have my data. I got my OPM letter, which so many other Americans did from our from our security applications, right? SF-86s. Uh, banks lose data. Uh, health records, by the way, to your point about mental health. HIPAA protections, right? There's so much more yeah. to all of this. But what about those people in this, this quote? Again, I'm going to put it in air quotes of this leak. What do they do? I'm not sure there's a direct remedy, right? I mean, David, let me ask you this. Think about, remember all those tax returns that were quote-unquote leaked by the IRS, thousands upon thousands of them several years ago? Um, what's happened there? I haven't heard anything about how those IRS tax documents were leaked. Who did it? Did anyone get caught? Was anyone published? Um, I haven't seen anything about that. So I suspect that uh, despite people like us talking, um, nothing will happen in California. But I will give you a bit, bit of hope here, David. The benefit to what ha some of these things that the anti-gun community has done in the past has come back to, has backfired. So it's possible 
that this situation in California is going to teach courts that will be enforcing the Second Amendment against these state laws that are getting passed in the six outlier states, or at least some of the six outlier states, there's a very good chance that when, when the litigants, who are the gun rights community, if you will, go to court, they will be able to point out the danger to having overbearing and broad licensing restrictions in terms of what you have to submit to get your license, and they will be able to point going forward to what just happened in California. So in the short run, I'm not sure there's anything that can be done, but I will tell you this. The story of what happened in California will come back to haunt the anti-gun community in various ways, because I think it's going to make judges much more aggressive in protecting the rights of gun applicants who want to carry a gun outside the home and apply for a license in certain states, I think judges are going to be much more aggressive in protecting that data and limiting the data that the government can get, can get because of the situation that just occurred in California. Let's face it. Uh, there are those who just don't care, and some of them are in government. By the way, I'm still unable to, and I'm sure if anyone wants to go to openjustice.doj.ca.gov, uh, you get a website temporarily unavailable. So this is the State of California Department of Justice Office of the Attorney General website. It, that's what it says. I'm on it right now. Uh, so I, I don't know what's going on there, but there are those that don't care if this gets out. They're willing to achieve or at least try to move the ball forward on their issue. They're anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment, anti-safety. Uh, you know, and constitutional right for the American people at any cost. Also consider this. There are criminals. There are identity thieves. This is valuable information for identity theft, right? When you go and apply, when you say, when I applied for my concealed carry permit, I gave my information willingly to a, a state agency so that I could, you know, that I could carry. And people do this. Why? Because they're law-abiding. Now, I'm safe in Florida, pretty sure I'm safe here, because they have respect for law-abiding citizens, but, you know, there there are a lot of dangers here, uh, including potential for further identity theft by criminal organizations. Criminal organizations love this stuff. Of course, David, and if you think about it... Um, <laughs> It goes beyond that, because look at what we've just experienced with the Supreme Court justices. They have been protested in front of their very homes. Now, here's the thing. Being a Supreme Court justice is a very prestigious job. Don't get me wrong. It's very prominent. You're, it's famous. You're important 100%. But you know what, David? You don't make a lot of money relative to uh, the kinds of problems these people have been going through. And what I mean by that is these people make good money, but they're not making the kind of money that you would need to make to, like, fly on a private plane, have private security, have, you, know, you know, all these things that, like, a Warren Buffett might have to protect himself at all times and kind of avoid, you know, people harassing him. These justices don't make that kind of money. They don't have that kind of wealth to basically be able to avoid uh, being harassed at a Morton Steakhouse because they're not going to be, you know, having private rooms all the time. It's just they're not in that kind of economic level. So, you know, you're, these are ordinary people at the end of the day. Day to day, they're going to the same restaurants that we go to, to the same stores that we go to, uh, doing the same shopping we go to, and they are exposed. So, you know, these gun owners out there that have been disclosed, you know, it really is a label for anyone that doesn't support guns and of course often gun ownership is a is a 
sign that, for example, maybe you support Donald Trump, right? Maybe you support Republicans. Maybe you support conservatives. Maybe you watch Fox News, these sorts of things. So it is a sign. It's no guarantee, of course, but it's a sign that you might lean to the right. And we know that there are many people are harassing people that are conservatives that started in the Trump days where they were, you know, driving Trump administration officials out of restaurants on purpose by protest and harassing them. And to me, this is just putting a bullseye on gun owners' backs in California and beyond, and it's very dangerous uh, on many levels. Yeah, Mark, uh, I'm, I'm thinking here. I'm, I'm thinking out loud as I listen to you. And something you said m- may give us a point of how to help strike back against these people. Um, last time I checked, Democrats own guns, too, in America. I, I know many who do. Uh, Rick Unger and I used to debate each other on television, right? Well-known, uh, liberal, uh, kind of an old-school guy, good friend. Uh, Rick was a champion skeet shooter. All right. He's not anti-gun. He may have different views on the policies that I do. And I know Democrats who have guns hanging on their their walls, not even in cases, loaded and ready to go in areas where they might need it in a second and don't have time to run. Check the law books, call an attorney, go out and see if they could actually pull out the gun and use it. I know I'm being a little bit expressive. So. Could you know? It wasn't as if Republicans were disclosed in California. Democrats were too. Well, it's true. It would be interesting if there's some hypocrisy going on here. If it turns out that some prominent Democrat that calls for quote unquote assault weapon bans, which of course they're not assault weapons, they're just semi-automatic rifles. Um, it would be interesting if some of those prominent Democrats are on the list of uh, you know people that own these things. You know, I I, I don't like to go to dark but they're willing to go to dark when one of these prominent people if they become the victim of this a real victim and i don't mean death but in some way uh that that's usually what gets their attention but again i go back to mark fact is many on the left don't care about even they'll even sacrifice themselves for the agenda just fact well, I think the biggest change that's happened since when I, you know, we were growing up, David, and today is, you know, usually the left had fear of government. They didn't trust the government. Uh, now it seems as if many on the progressive left are part of the establishment. They are the government in, in many areas of this country, and I think that's been a dramatic change. But I want to add some ex- – you've made an excellent point, David, and I want to support it further about sometimes – hoisting the liberals on their own petard and, and basically punishing them with a tool that they created is a very good lesson to make it go away. I'll give you an example. Remember how during Watergate it was the Democrats that pushed hard to have these independent councils created to investigate the president and they would be separate and apart from the Department of Justice. That was all the Democrats doing out of Watergate. And for many years the Democrats used independent council statutes to, to really you know, torture various forms of Republican presidents and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, David, something changed when Ken Starr, the independent counsel, decided to take, you know, not take a run at, but to investigate Bill Clinton and uncover all the things he did about Monica Lewinsky, the blue dress, the line under oath, all these things. And lo and behold, after that, even the Democrats said, geez, you know, maybe sometimes these independent counsel statutes are not so good and we need to do away with them. Uh, so sometimes people need to learn the downsides to their laws before they realize they're bad ideas. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's it's a mixed bag, and uh, in California, we've seen an example of what will happen. You know, look, and you mentioned the Supreme Court uh, judges earlier. By the way, or justices, uh, I've met a few. Right, had the good luck. I have a great pair of cufflinks given to me by Justice Kennedy many years ago uh, in a private lunch. So I treasure those, and I look at these guys, and I've talked with some of them, and I got to tell you, they're not easily intimidated. I get the points, and you're right. They should be able to go to a Morton Steakhouse, but to the nutty left out there and the nutty or the wannabe assassin who travels from California to Maryland and then says, oh, I'm having suicidal feelings. By the way, has anybody seen any reporting on that? That's been memory hold. Uh, the, the fact is, these are not easily intimidated people. And at some point, that blowback in America is is going to it's going to happen. We're a culture that fights for. Eventually, right, sleeping giant fights for the win. We wake up and we go, okay, just it, enough. Now it can get ugly, and that's a problem. We don't want it. I think you and I are reasonable people. But something in this country is going to be that straw. Well, it's, uh, you know, you never know what happens, David, right? I mean, the you know, Donald Trump becoming the president is a little bit of an illustration of this point that no one thought – that he could win. I mean, some people did. Certainly, a lot of his Trump supporters thought he could win, but most, you know, the elite media certainly did not think he could win. And lo and behold, you wake up one day. And of course, the metaphor that is often discussed in the economic markets or the financial markets is the black swan event, which is the event that no one sees coming and comes out of the blue. And lo and behold, there you have it. And you are right. There's a lot going on now, and people are paying attention more than ever before to some of the things on the, especially on the left, where, you know, they don't want us to have guns, but at the same time, they open up the borders. They don't vet who's coming into the country. Uh, They don't want bail, and no bail means, of course, as they say, no jail. Uh, We seem to be defunding defunding the police, uh, letting criminals go free. All these things are happening to break down law and order. At the same time, we're being told we can't protect ourselves with firearms. You have to ask yourself, what's the point of all these inconsistent policies? What's going on here? I think it's a legitimate question to be asking. Yeah, very legitimate questions you ask and you answer and you interview a lot of them on your show, The Four Boxes Diner. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube or you can go to the website and start there at thefourboxesdiner.com. Mark Smith, good talking to you, Mark. Uh, these are things we're, go- we're going to need to follow and we're going to need action at some point uh, by whether it's in the, the elected officials and maybe organizations out there that stand for American rights as guaranteed. I agree with you, David. All right, Mark, great talking to you, my friend. Thanks. uh, Thank you, David. Thanks for bringing this out. Thanks for what you do on the Four Boxes Diner as well. I I like the way he puts it up there, serving hot, fresh Second Amendment news and analysis. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.